Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, beautiful. Welcome to another episode of Star Wars Minute. It's your daily podcast in which we analyze, scrutinize, and celebrate The Last Jedi one minute at a time. I'm Alex Robinson, and my website is alexrobinson.fun. I'm Pete the Retailer, and my website is petetheretailer2.com. T-O-O or number two? Both. I, I just was looking it up, and apparently I bought both of those a while ago when I said something. So, so wow. either one. Go ahead. I'm Greg Wyshynski. I uh, work at ESPN. I'm a hockey uh, writer there. I also host a uh, I was a, say I host a website. Look, I'm, I'm GoDaddy. <laughs> I host a podcast called uh, Puck Soup, and I also have a book. If you're someone who's trying to get into uh, hockey, I wrote a book called uh, Take Your Eye Off the Puck, How to Watch Hockey by Knowing Where to Look, and it's available wherever books are sold. Yeah, I should send that to Alex. Me? Yeah. I should send it to you. Sure. You want to get me into hockey? Mm-hmm. I do. Well, thanks for closing out the week with us here, Greg. We're talking about minute 115 today. Minute 115 uh, starts with Rose ducking and covering uh, mm. from Fa- uh, from Phasma's blaster fire. And it ends a minute later with a close-up of Snoke's disgusting dead tongue. Yeah, we get we end with like one or two frames of uh, of of dead Snoke. So, but I love it. I love that shot of of dead Snoke. Yeah, it's uh, pretty it, great. Appropriate, his tongue, you know, his little tongue sticking out. Yeah, um, well, it's such a it's such a cartoon way when someone is dead. You indicate that by having their tongue stick out. So it's just funny <laughs> that he's just like uh, you know, like uh, he should have X's over his eyes too. He might have pretty much does so. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, so Finn is still alive. Turns out he didn't die. Somehow Finn has Some- returned. <laughs> Somehow Finn has returned. To complete oh, his fight with Phasma. And he says, he, she's standing there and he says, hey. And she turns around and he clocks her in the face. Yeah. Why did yeah. He, does, is the hey necessary? Hey. Like... Would she really un- took the bait on that one, didn't she? Would, would it be unheroic if he just clocked her in the head like from behind without her even knowing mm. it was him? Or is so is that kind of almost just like, all right, I'm giving her her like it's like she has a chance because I said, hey, and you know I think it's more, you know, he wants her to know that it was right. him. So not right. uh not 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 movie wise. If you were in that it, situation, would you what would you do? 
I think I play it safe and I would hit them without them having to know it was me. I'd rather they be dead and me know it than them possibly escape and them know it. You know what I, I would mean? I would like to think that I would not be in this situation because this is once again up until um That's right. This is all cut out. So you would Yeah, 51 <laughs> seconds into this minute we can cut back in. Okay. <laughs> so we can Do talk we know about the what last, the the last 9 the seconds of this. Do we know what the platform is that he's on? Like what is that? Like what is what are his his what uh, what is he, how does he <laughs> how does he rise up from falling down the hole? What is what is the what is he on? Is it like one of those elevator? Like a yeah, like a yeah, like, a, like that was on the side of the GI Joe aircraft carrier, the little thing to move the planes up and down. Oh, is that what it is? You guys know we, we all had the GI Joe aircraft carrier, right, guys? <laughs> I I mean I wasn't a rich kid, Pete. Uh, the uh... <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of reminded me of the platform Joseph Gordon-Levitt is on at the end of Dark Knight Rises when he is uh, going to ascend to become the new Batman in theory uh-huh. spoiler. Hmm. Uh I just didn't know what what it was um and how he got it to move or why it was moving yeah, or how the situation it? Yeah, how this whole situation happened? Did he fall down a hole? He's like am I dead? And then all of a sudden the thing starts to go. I didn't know what was happening. I was found it to be very confusing. You have to read the, the the thin novel they're working on, which is all about his adventures <laughs> on the. Uh, I thought you the, the the comic book story about that elevator. You have to read yeah. that. It's it's got its own spinoff. It, Tales from the an, Supremacy Elevator. <laughs> it's a novel entirely about his fall down that hole onto the elevator. It's called Chucked Finn. Uh, <laughs> he gets on the thing and he goes back up. Got it. Um, um she does fall in slow motion, which is a cool um. Non, that's a I guess a modern filmmaking thing now, including slow motion. That was never a thing in old fashioned Star Wars. So mm. uh, I'm fine with mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. good. You mean Phasma falling into slow motion? Yeah, Phasma but, yeah. kind of. Uh, well, going. right, right before that, they did, they have another exchange here where it's like I I I had questions about this that she's you know there he gives her a whack with the stick and she's a, you know her her helmet is broken for a second and she's just like mm, well you're still scum and he's like rebel scum and he like totally yeah. owns it and i was like is that in in continuity is that something that they've kind of you know reclaimed like based on you know like man this one time this uh, this imperial officer called us rebel scum and then uh they all spread that around and be like yeah that's right we're rebel scum like mm, like that's the name of like their softball <clears throat> team <laughs> the, right the yeah. things i love about that moment are one where he's like she's like scum and he's like rebel scum and i'm just thinking fast just thinking yeah that's that was to the point i i, I didn't say rebel but <laughs> when we say scum it usually it does mean <laughs> rebel scum yeah um so yeah that was that was the inference that was implied and the other thing yeah. the other thing too that i found amazing was that when he uses his his catchphrase has such power he's like rebel scum and then all of a sudden the the ground around her breaks <laughs> like like like, yeah. the, like the integrity of the ship was broken by how powerful his his clapback was <laughs> yeah, he's like black bolt he's uh... <laughs> um i do think that she should have uh been corrected him should have like well actually you're resistance scum and then he yeah. oh and then that made the, <laughs> the ground break yeah actually well, that's a good point like did, what is the rebel resistance 
like are they are they synonymous for the people that are in the resistance i think at this point in the movie because earlier she said godspeed rebels i think they've kind of dropped the pretense that they're anything other than the rebels they're just like Mm. you know i think it's like a you know they couldn't be the the what was now the new republic still had the rights to rebels and mm-hmm. so once they once they were wiped out by Starkiller Base, then the resistance uh, could go back right. to being rebels. They'd be like, "Oh, okay." Uh, now the resistance rebels. is like, "We're rebels," and and Admiral Akbar is like, "I knew rebels. I served with <laughs> rebels, and you, <laughs> sirs, are no rebels." <laughs> well, we're resistance, right? We resist. It doesn't have the same. Doesn't have the same. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. Oh my god, I rebel. Mm. <laughs> we hardly. Ira... Bell. <laughs> but yes, we do see Phasma, the Eye of Phasma, hmm. as I put down. And uh, Indiana Jones and the Eye of Phasma. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me, uh, <laughs> and we already discussed the black hole this week, but that shot reminded me oh, of totally. the shot from the black hole where we see uh, Maximilian and he has the bad guy inside, Dr. Reinhardt. Right. Right. Yeah. When they bond, when they yeah. go inside the black hole and go to yeah. hell. Right. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. It's you a know who else face. went to hell? Jason Voorhees, which is what Phasma should have been. Do you think anyway, if we didn't right. know that what's her name, Gwendolyn Christie, is that her name? Yeah. From, yes. The, if do you think if we didn't know who like that that was her in there, would we be all like, you know, like if this had been Darth Vader, we all would have been like, what does she look like under there? Like, you right. know, what is it? But, but I don't remember there being much of any speculation. Yeah, I, I was. What she I was always like underneath. I remember being puzzled by that, like when when they did that moment where her mask break, her helmet breaks, because it's like, is that a, an Easter egg to the people that know it's Gwendolyn Christie, or is it like, this is just a a, a lady inside, uh, you know, kind of moment? I don't know. It was weird. I feel like it was probably more the former of, hey, here's a chance to see a little bit of this person's face that you know from that other thing, right? Which they yeah. kind of like. I think that was a criticism of the Force Awakens. <laughs> people were like. Like, oh, well, what, you had this cool actress, but you put her in a suit where we don't see her at all. And so now it's like, all right, <laughs> that criticism, uh, that criticism levied by Anthony Daniels. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you got this cool actress, but you don't see your face at all. Maybe you should see the, more people's faces. Maybe he should be the other way. He should be if he if his face is he doesn't want anyone's face. So he's always like, "Hey, have you ever thought about putting Han Solo in a full complete <laughs> body armor?" So that way, yeah. you know, he's uh, see how they like it. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's weird. Like I don't know what if like I don't know what why just the eye. Like like is there some symbolic reason? Like what is the I don't understand. Like. I almost feel like the whole helmet yeah. should have been cracked off if that was the case. Even though I hate when they do that, like when Spider-Man is fighting and then somehow inevitably I mean, Spider-Man's face mask gets pulled, you know, the superhero's right. masks are always being pulled off kind of arbitrarily got, like, in fights. It's got like pretty eyes. Oh, That's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> one, one pretty eye. Yeah, one pretty right, eye. As far as we know. Yeah. But yeah, the whole thing should have really, like, not just the mask, but like, like... I'm not going to say, like, yeah, well, all of her armor should have come off, but, like, have it be, like, a little bit more, <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, my gosh, my armor all fell off. <laughs> but, like, you know, if it was a little more damage to it, you know, like, chunks of it had been, had fallen off, her helmet came off, that kind of a thing, you know, it was a little more kind of, a little more actual battle damage than just, like, oh, one convenient kind of slice through the helmet where she can look through, right. like, yeah. and it's like the right. helmet got damaged, yeah. but not, you know, her eye at all, it, 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 again, this cutting room floor, so it doesn't matter, but uh, 
Oh, this I, would even this like would be on the cutting room floor too. Oh yeah, yeah. The whole Phasma. So Phasma yeah. wouldn't even be in the, the movie. The whole shebang. Phasma's in the movie. Yeah, she showed up before to, uh, to organize the execution and then Holdo maneuver. And we assume that she, that she died until Rise of Skywalker where she comes back. And we're like, what? Right. How did she okay. come back again? Okay. I like it. Um, With uh, ro- robot spider legs. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, I find it interesting in Star Wars when people fall down holes. Because um, you have... What are some have, other examples? Okay, so sometimes they decide they want to fall down a thing, like uh-huh. Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke and then fire. sometimes they're sliced in half and they fall down a thing like Maul. Mm-hmm. And sometimes someone throws them down a thing like Palpatine. Mm-hmm. But other times people fall down a thing and then they they survive, you know, like uh, Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I think twice, maybe. I think he fell off a thing in clones, too. And Doesn't Vader uh, get knocked down in the... Doesn't Vader fall off the Cloud City, the Carbonite Freezing, when they're having the duel in the Carbon Freezing Chamber? Doesn't the, He goes flying. Yeah, doesn't that first yeah. duel literally end with him going, ah, and falling backwards? Right. And then Luke falls yeah. down the tube and he jumps out. Right. A lot of falling down and jumping and out. The the Sarlacc pit, lots of guys fall in there. Lots of guys yep. falling in the Sarlacc pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Depending on how you feel about canon, either Boba Fett flies out or doesn't. In this very well, movie, we saw Ray go tumbling down into a uh, wet wet swamp hole. That's true, yeah. Mm. Yep. So, a lot of falling. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Half the time, is it, do only good guys survive? No, I don't know. Well, no, because Maul comes back. I don't know. Interesting. Let's do a study on that. Somebody break well, that mean, down for us. Mm-hmm. Somehow, somehow Palpatine returned. Right. So. That's true. I heard that. There was a bunch of mattresses at the bottom of the... Uh, <laughs> right. Bottom of the uh, Death Star <laughs> 2 reactor shaft. So good that I decided to put that trampoline down here. <laughs> yeah, cut to like earlier that day when they were just like, I don't know, what do we do with this trampoline? Uh, we don't need it anymore. Uh, just throw it down the reactor shaft. <laughs> How incredibly advantageous that I put the star Death Star moon bounce at the bottom of this. <laughs> Fully armed and operational bouncy castle. That There's some, six, some six-year-old having her birthday party down there being like, Mom! <laughs> Pete, in your example, I like that he goes, he's falling, ah, and then he bounces up and he's happy, but then once he starts falling again, he gets scared again. <laughs> yeah. It's a like constant, oh. you know, oh. hot and cold. 
<laughs> I mean, it's really a metaphor for life. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a question. Yes. Um, do we think that DJ survives the Holdo maneuver? Hmm. Like when they before the execution, do did he split? When they said like, "Yeah, the keys to your ship. Here's all your stuff." Did he take he, off he, and like? He is out of there. Yeah, he is. Look at he got he got what he came for, and he's out of there. I think he survives. All right. Yeah, uh, I mean, I have, there's nothing conclusive, but I he seems like a survivor. He's not going to give up. Yeah, he's right. just gonna. Now, I have a question, yes. and it's actually I know I mean Pete is, Pete spent the week chronicling all the things that he hates about this scene. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's the thing I hate the most about this scene. Oh. Um, it the ship is falling apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We saw again upwards of three thousand stormtroopers all there in the hangar getting ready for the big execution so we know that there's people there they're mm-hmm. they're looking to flee in theory uh no one no one decided to take the shuttle the shuttle's just there we're not we're not no one's no one is like hopping the queue jumping the line being like yeah i'm gonna take that shuttle over there and leave yeah uh, it is still just sitting there for our heroes to go uh, traverse the flaming debris of the ship on the ATSD piloted by a droid with no arms. And uh, and then they get on the shuttle and they leave. But no one thought to take the shuttle. No one's like, we need the shuttle. No one's like, I'm out of here on the shuttle. Just there. I have an well, answer for that. Oh, uh, well, well, if you recall in the last movie, did you want to say something, Pete? No, no, no. Oh, I, I, yes, but I'll wait until you're done. Okay. Yeah, wait, wait, wait to tell Alex how absurd this is until he says it. <laughs> well, you're wrong. But... In the last movie, <laughs> Finn uh, needed Poe because Finn did not know how to drive a spaceship. Mm-hmm. Correct. So I'm assuming that that's probably true for a lot of the stormtroopers. Oh, okay. You see, like, well, it's oh. not nearly as horrible as I thought it was going to be. That's a right. plausible. That's right. a plausible solution. Yeah. So, They're running around. Of course, of course, yeah. if, if your ship has just been rammed by another ship at light speed and the ship is falling apart, you just saw 2,999 of your friends sucked out an airlock. I might just hop in the ship and see how I manage. Yeah, you figure true. at least you'll be more safe from stuff falling on you from up above. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe, or, maybe or, you might bump into a pilot on the way or, you know, something. Yeah, like or you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like, you know, I, like I out get space. out of the yeah. way of... <laughs> At least get out of the way of the uh, armored assault vehicles being piloted by robots uh, that, that are currently killing all of the rest of your friends. <laughs> they get onto the shuttle and there's like 20 other stormtroopers just there waiting for someone to drive the ship away. <laughs> hoping someone shows up. Hey, it's Finn. <laughs> that would have been a good way to get more more uh, former stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh my go. God. So, yeah. Anybody needs a I lift? Mean, at, just again, out. at this point, I am just <laughs> like <laughs> nudging that thing out into the void of space so I don't like die when the ship implodes on itself i don't know yeah that's mm-hmm. just me well yeah. i uh my solution was that um it it makes much more sense if it if the last uh you know three minutes had been cut out and they just kind of they wake up and they're like oh there's a shuttle let's go and you cut to here yeah. and they're just they just <laughs> run to the shuttle and leave because that way you don't have all these extra minutes of stuff going on I'll go mm-hmm. you one farther. I say they oh they get knocked out and they wake up. They're already on the shuttle and it's already on their they're already on their way back to the uh, to the rabbit. <laughs> what did BB-8 drag them on there and took off? You don't need to get into all the details. <laughs> Why not? Just they they get knocked out in the holdo maneuver and they wake up on crate. 
And they're just like, yeah, we're going to fight him. He's piloting the ship. Yeah. What the? (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this the the uh, the more that I watch the BB-8 thing, the more I hate it. Because also, did you notice that he's? I don't know if it was in yesterday or it's today, but he's driving it. He's basically got the like a bundle of wires, like a plug that le- that led to the control panel, and he's holding it kind of in a claw, and he's using his little kind of uh, um, shocking finger. spider finger thing from from the the beginning, the thing that he kind of bridged the, the capacitors with in, and the resistors right. with in the, uh, in the X-Wing at the very beginning. He was using that same kind of arm just to like tap the little control wires in the thing that he's holding. And that's mm-hmm. running the whole, he's managed, managing to drive the whole ATSD and use the blasters and all that from this. I, I say again, these robots are programmed. Yeah. Someone had to program BB-8 to hotwire an ATSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I don't don't need it. and then like why like how and why would Rose get on there to go to the shuttle? Like it seemed like they could just run there. But I grant, granted, speed is an issue. But like it seems like it would take time to like okay, wait, need a ride? Yeah. Okay, hang on. Let me let me let me slowly bring the thing down to ground level <laughs> so you can hop on, and then we're gonna we're gonna it's run even though there's no real way that this would work with a center of gravity and all that right now. But anyway, don't like it. Don't like it. It's cut out. It's cut. All of this cut. is cut. Did you hear that there was a deleted scene where they showed uh, BB-8 driving an ATST? That would have been kind of fun to see, though, wouldn't it? Right. Boy, am I glad they didn't include that. <laughs> right. I'm glad that's just a Disney kind of Plus legend- extra. It becomes legendary. And then right. I, actually, I bet the people would be like cooler with it. They're like, oh, they should have kept this in. How cool. Mm, I love BB-8. Yeah. I would love to, yeah, go see like Mirror Universe Pete right now, who's just like, you know, there's a cutscene. If you watch the cutscene, it really is kind of cool. BB-8 drives an ATST. It's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah, I bet this universe's Pete would be okay if it was Dio. <laughs> they Can... should release every Star Wars movie should be half an hour long with an hour and forty five minutes of deleted scenes that you'd be able to f- pick and choose which right. ones you wanted to be part of the movie or not. Like a so. choose your own adventure. Exactly. Right. Or it's exactly. like a like a sweet green or something. You go through and you're like, okay, give me the uh Dio and the, the you go through, you pick out all the elements that you want in there and it they, yeah. they make it up for you. Let's bring fast. You're like, back. I'm sorry, we don't we don't have any Dio. All we have is kale. And I was like, all right, <laughs> just give me the kale, I guess. All right. Uh anything else about minute one fifteen before we wrap this up? Uh Snoke has an adorable tongue. Mm. It's, it's very cute. <laughs> uh and uh and that's and now I, I all I all I could think of when I saw that first of all, it was very jarring because it was right at the end of our minute. Yeah. It's kind of like like one of those flash scenes from The Exorcist where you see the <laughs> demon's face. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> I was very I didn't anticipate seeing it. Uh but it's uh I'd love to see Snoke eat uh, an ice cream cone now with Aww. that cute little tongue of his. Uh, I can't see it anymore, or maybe I can. There's like a billion Snokes, apparently. There you go. Yeah, we'll clone yeah. a new one just for the uh, just for the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Like this one is the ice cream Snoke. Uh, I have to. I have to make one that can tempt. Where we are at Star Wars Minute Instagram, where we are at the Star Wars Minute. Greg, you wanna you wanna highlight your socials while we're yeah, here? absolutely, man. I'm I'm at Wyshynski W Y S H Y N S K I on both Twitter and I believe Instagram, um, unless I'm G Wyshynski on Instagram, but I think I'm just Wyshynski. I don't know why there'd be a, a trouble getting Wyshynski on Instagram. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, again, if you want to interact with me, uh, please do. And then also uh, check out my podcast, uh, Puck Soup, which is uh, 
some hockey, but also some pop culture. And, uh, and also, if you're a Top Chef fan, um, we have a food TV podcast that's available on the Puck Soup Patreon called Mizen Pod. It's myself and my wife, uh, Ruby. And uh, we, do, we do the entire run of, of Top Chef uh, episode by episode. And then also uh, we're branching out into other uh, food TV shows hmm. um, hmm. where people undoubtedly are trying to either impress Guy Fieri or defeat Bobby Flay. Those are the two <laughs> different types of food TV shows that exist, I think. That's all there is. Yes. Uh, so is this the current, like are you doing the current season of Top Chef or are you? Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, we, okay. we, so we started the show last season for um, All-Stars uh-huh. and then we've been doing uh, episode by episode for Top Chef Portland. And um, and, and it, it's, it's great to do because we are uh, Top Chef super fans. Mm-hmm. And um, it, so it's not simply just like commenting on the episodes and the food, and the whole thing. It's also understanding how the show is edited and mm-hmm. the motivations of judges and and very much kind of uh, a lot of inside uh, baseball on on the old Top Chef. Mm. All right. Uh, people should check that out and check us out on Monday with another Star Wars Star Wars Minute. Star Wars Star Wars Minute. Is that Lena Dunham? <laughs> <laughs>swimsuit check sunscreen check phone charger check don't forget to pack the five hour energy it fits great in a pocket or carry-on and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything now get 20 percent off when you use code 5he travel at 5hourenergy.com expires april 30th one-time use only not valid with other discounts remember visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5he travel to save 20 percent